Hello, my name is Craig Burgess and welcome to the Get Doing Things podcast. This is episode 177 and I've called it True Fans Instead of Fans at All Costs. I have a theory I want to share with you today and it's quite controversial. Here it is. I don't think it's a good idea to grow your Twitter account quickly. Despite the fact that everybody tells you it is, and this is the exact thing that most of them hook you in with, you can grow 5,000 followers in three months, you can grow 10 million followers in six months, etc, etc. I don't think it's a good idea to do that. I think it's better to grow true fans slowly than creating followers at all costs. And let me explain why. I see a lot of people at the minute making Twitter courses and and releasing courses about how to build Twitter audiences quickly. It's the standard pattern. You reach 5,000 followers, then you release a Twitter guide on how to repeat the process. In general, these are good things. I'm not saying this to hate on the trend at all. It's an excellent marketing tactic to share what you've learned as soon as you've proved that it works. I don't hate this at all. It's all love when I talk about this. I've bought nearly all of them and they're all excellent. Well, apart from a few of them, but none of them ever talk about this thing I want to talk about today. The hypothesis is this. True fans instead of fans at all costs. I believe most of us don't agree with this statement because of, well, the culture that we live in. Our culture has us believing that more and quicker is always better. The quicker we can get more, the more valuable it is. And the more we can get more, the better it is. How often do you stop and think about whether the reverse could also be true? The slower we acquire something, the better and more appreciated it is. The less we get, the more we savour it. Could that be true? Could both of them be true at the same time? Well, yes and no, kind of. Both of these things are true, both at the same time, especially when we're talking about Twitter. More followers on Twitter provides more opportunities, and more followers on Twitter of the wrong kind provides more of the wrong kinds of opportunities. More can be worse, can be better, can be worse. Get it? Well, let me explain. So there's a difference between a follower and a true fan. Kevin Kelly talks about this in his fantastic article, 1,000 True Fans. If you haven't read it, go read it. Just Google Kevin Kelly, 1,000 True Fans. You'll find it straight away. Most of us have read the article. I've read it a million times. But most of us still don't make the distinction because we're excited and we get giddy when another person follows us online. An average follower on Twitter is somebody who will like and occasionally retweet your content. A true fan on Twitter is somebody who will like, retweet, comment, tell their friends and consume every single thing you create on and off Twitter. An average follower may buy some of your stuff and a true fan will buy everything you make just because you made it. See the distinction between those two things there? Our goal shouldn't be more for more's sake. It should be more true fans. True fans turn up slower, they require different tactics to acquire, and they require you to build genuine, real friendships with people. Average followers turn up quickly, disappear quickly, and they require next to no maintenance. So how do you go about acquiring more true fans? For this episode of the podcast, I made two quick lists of things you can do 
to acquire true fans or acquire more average followers quickly. I'm going to expand on these in the future at some point, but for now, here's a just a considered brain dump of everything you could do to find more true fans. Be yourself, show yourself, and show yourself in multiple mediums. That means making videos, making podcasts, making visuals, writing words, doing an email newsletter, basically showing yourself as a 360-degree personality. Discuss ideas and don't present them as complete ideas, just like this episode I've made today. I'm presenting you with an hypothesis. I'm not saying it's true. It's just what I believe. Build in public, so make things in public. And to do that, it means that you're going to show your failures as well as your successes directly online, directly next to each other. Don't try to be perfect, but make sure you turn up every single day, particularly to Twitter. It rewards the prolific. Build your own online drama that's all about you so people can follow on with everything that you're doing. They can see your entire life. I mean, there's certain there's certain caveats to that. You don't need to share your family or you don't need to share private things. But the point is that you build a total drama about you that is online. Understand it'll probably take at least a year to build traction with anything that you do online and connect with people honestly. No fake interactions are allowed. Make personal connections with people. That means going into people's DMs. That means video calling people. That means making friends. And again, be yourself. So what about gaining followers quickly? Well, just before I mention these things, I I want to caveat this. All of these tactics that I'm going to mention here work. They all work. There's nothing wrong with any of them. It's just that you'll see you grow really quickly using these tactics and you'll grow more average followers instead of true fans. So here's some of the things I thought about. Follow the latest content trends to get your content to go viral. Follow all of the tactics you can do to grow your account as quickly as possible from zero to 10,000 followers. Spend all of your time worrying about impressions, clicks and interactions and which tweets are doing better than the other ones. Spend all your time worrying about algorithm changes and see interaction as a game rather than a human connection. And the big one is hide your true self behind an anonymous account or a semi-anonymous account. Lots of people do this because anonymous and semi-anonymous accounts do really well on Twitter. It's bizarre, but they do. So the true distinction between these two ways of growing a following is whether you want to be yourself or you want to be somebody else. If you want people to buy into you and your personality, growing true fans is the way to go. But if you want people to buy into your brand or an invented personality, growing true fans might not be your first part of call. I'd strongly argue though that there is zero disadvantage in growing true fans and there's plenty of upside. And on that note, let me finish with this. I'm making something right now to help you grow true fans. I'm doing it with Brian Ball, who I first met in the Visualized Value community. And I put out a tweet earlier today before this podcast, and it said this, I'm building something with Brian that you're going to love. We're building a community that's 100% dedicated to growing true fans on Twitter and not fans at all costs. This is something I've wanted for a long time, it's something I wanted when I started Twitter, and it's something I still want now. So we're doing it. 
The idea behind this is going to be accountability, help from experts, access to a group of people all doing the same thing as you, growing a Twitter account the proper way, tip sharing, experience sharing, building in public and sharing everything that we know, weekly catch-ups, coaching and one-on-one diagnosis and success plans. If you're growing your Twitter right now and you agree with me that it's more important to grow true fans and not fans at all costs, this is going to be for you. Go over to my Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Craig Burgess. Send me a DM and let me know if this sounds interesting to you because I'd really love you to be part of it. This is going to be going live in probably a couple of weeks' time. I'd love to see you there. And until then, thank you so much for listening as always, and I'll see you tomorrow.